Hey, welcome to Box Office Breakdown, where we break down the weekend box office. And pets have claimed their territory, Ghostbusters have kind of been scared away, and Tarzan came in swinging. Stay tuned. Welcome to Popcorn Talk, featuring movie discussion, news, and interviews. Popcorn Talk. We talk movies. And now, here's Popcorn Talk's Box Office Breakdown. Hey guys, welcome to Box Office Breakdown, and I mean the weekly box office, sorry I said weekend. Uh, I'm your uh, host tonight, uh, Frank is out, he will be back next week, and um, my name is Carrie Lane, you can find me online at Carrie D. Lane, that's K-A-R-I-D-L-A-N-E, and I'm joined by my awesome co-host. I'm DJ Richie Sky, you can stalk me on Instagram and Twitter at DJ Richie Sky. Hi, I'm Quinn Skillian, you can find me on Twitter at Quinn Skillian. Awesome. So, guys, we are going to be talking about the box office, looking at what succeeded this weekend, what held in the top five spot, make some predictions about next weekend. So, let's get started with this. So, <laughs> number one at the box office breakdown, are we at all surprised or... No surprise there. Secret Life of Pets took number one spot at $50 million. 50? Yes. Not bad. Not bad. 50.5. 50.5. Though that is down 51% from last week. It came out last weekend. Mm hmm. Yeah. So that's still pretty good for holding on number one spot. Yeah. Yeah, that's not shy. Um, I did see it. Yes. And what did you think (laughs) of it? I'm so embarrassed that I saw this and not Ghostbusters, but um, I actually (laughs) thought it was pretty cute. Um, I know that, like, um, uh, it was his imagination's. Is that who does the, uh, the, this is the Imagination Studios, who does Secret Life Pets or whatever? I think so. Whatever. You know what I mean. The, <laughs> comments, will, the comments will tell us. Yes. And um, I don't really, I don't really watch like the Minions and stuff mm-hmm. like that, so I never was really into their, those movies, but I took the girls I nanny to go see this and mm-hmm. uh, had a blast. Did the kids like it? Oh yeah, definitely. Okay. But also they're like so easy to please. Like little kids just like seeing <laughs> new stuff, you know what I mean? What did you like about it? Like what was the like the thing that got you so excited about it? Um, I just thought it was just like cute. It was really tongue in cheek. There was some mm. there was there was one part specifically that was like this old raggedy dog that was on like the wheels, like it was like it needed like the wheels on its Aww, back and it was yeah. really old. But this old dog on okay. wheels like took the all of the rest of the gang like on this crazy little like adventure around the city for like a little bit it was like kind of this great montage of him like yeah showing them secret ways to get around and it was really 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 well done although i gotta say both with um secret life of pets and dory like a little bit too much human interaction in the movies for me Remember when, oh, the critters like, dealt with humans too humans much. Too much, yeah. Okay. Like in Toy really? Story, in Toy Story, the cool thing about Toy Story is that like the humans don't know any of this. Any of this is happening, so like it could be happening. You, when you're a little kid, you're yeah. like, oh, it's oh, too much. It's too much human yeah. interaction, and like the humans okay. are like, oh my god, the fish are driving the ambulance, and like or whatever it was, like all this stuff uh. going on, and you want it to be like a little bit more like. Believable, plausible, you know, yeah. plausible, yeah. Like even though it's not, you know Maybe. what I mean. But yeah, I just feel like I'm like yeah. get get away from the humans. Like let's just this have this just be the secret life yeah. of these animals. Sorry, I saw somebody already talking about SDCC. Who's Illumination ready? Entertainment? Yeah, that's what yep. I. That's what yeah. I. I knew I was gonna get it wrong. And then uh, we'll go into number two. Ghostbusters came in at number two, which is pretty good. Of like when we. We were talking about that one, and we were all a little bit like, we didn't yeah. think it'd be number one, but it was we'll... one of those that's slightly unpredictable, since the general feedback of people online seems to be hit yeah. and miss. 
But you know what, though? We kind of predicted around this amount, though. Yeah, like, I 46? Feel, I feel like everybody was kind of in I the said 40 realm. You said 45? I think I said Ooh, 45. Ooh, you were close. You went high. I think someone on Twitter, but I don't, maybe not. Someone on Twitter is like 45. And I'm like, okay, cool. <laughs> I'm not sure. I don't remember. I'll have to go back and look. Um, Leslie Jones, I saw on mm-hmm. Twitter, was like clapping back at some people like she was like having oh. so much hate and she was like not having it like she was blocking people and then like I saw her tweet something like I'm not even gonna block you guys like I want everyone to see how much hate I'm getting right now like it wow. was like pretty intense really yeah wow well at 46 million wow. that's that's not a bad opening weekend for that one and that's not again it's one of those slightly unpredictable yeah. of like you have the classic films, mm-hmm. and then it's a remake, and then the argument, oh, it's all women, so is that, like, feminist, or is it, you know, just a sign of the times, or, wait, they didn't make this character the scientist. There was yeah. all kinds of interesting dialogue. I have decided that I'm going to go see it. Oh, I'm yeah. definitely going to see it. I don't, what do you guys think of the Bill? Hey, it's Kaylee Cuoco for Priceline. Ready to go to your happy place for a happy price? Well, why didn't you say so? Just download the Priceline app right now and save up to 60% on hotels. So whether it's Cousin Kevin's Kazoo concert in Kansas City, go Kevin! Or Becky's Bachelorette Bash in Bermuda, you never have to miss a trip ever again. So download the Priceline app today. Your savings are waiting. Go to your happy place for a happy price. Go to your happy price, Priceline. Boards. Like, the single character and, like, with their gun and trying to look serious, but it almost no, looks I weird. I actually like it because all these yeah. women are so specific in their own, like, okay. right? You know yeah. what I mean? Like, everybody kind of, like, we, we really, really get Melissa McCarthy. We so know okay. her kind of shtick. We yeah. so yeah. get it. I would say really the same for Kate yeah. McKinnon, too. I think it works in the sense that it's kind of on par with the rest of the superhero movies okay. that, where they're all doing those individual sort of yeah. posters. Except in this case, we know the actor playing yes. the role more so than the character in the movie. I, yeah, you know good what I point. Mean? Yeah, 100%. so that to me is the selling point yeah. for those types of. That's what I'm saying. Because they're all like, comedic like, people yeah. Yeah. that mm-hmm. have already a pretty big following, and then it's that, kind of almost a play on those superhero, yeah. you know, sorts of movies as well. So sure. I think kudos to them for that. Yeah. Uh, coming in number three, we have Tarzan is still hanging in there. Ha ha. There was a, oh, that was a pun. <laughs> Amazing thanks to Frank of like setting the bar of awesome openings. So I was like, I'm gonna try to do one, and then I just kind of, uh, you know what? Was I thought it was cute. Thank you. You went Thank in you. there I and I you changed your hair color a bit. So I did, listen, you know. it's, it's brand new tonight. Mm-hmm. <laughs> uh, I was gonna say, I don't know how well you can tell in our lighting here. It's but blue. It's like a it's it's a teal. We also have to be really respectful of our color blind viewers. Yeah. Well, so. And that would be me. It's, <laughs> are you really? I am colorblind, yes. Have you seen the glasses, the things? I just no. I saw this video online that are like the glasses that like do something to the color to make colorblind people see color. I'm I have seen have videos where see people that. put them on and their reactions in a way. Yeah, right. I've that's what that. I'm talking oh, about. Okay. Yeah, yeah, they're, yeah. they're like, oh my god, that's I green. Will that's investigate. really green. Interesting. Hmm. Maybe it's not real. Uh, oh no, have I been duped? Sorry, guys. We're all looking over the chat. Uh, since only coming uh, out, it might have had some staying power. Mike and Dave is on its way out. Okay, uh, I am not well, waiting for the three dollars screening. We're gonna get to that one. Media shock. The film was good on Christmas <laughs> one because it wasn't good of a film. Okay, um, uh, enjoy Ghostbusters. It doesn't deserve the hate. No interest at all. No, de- no film deserves the hate. Ghostbusters got. Yeah, okay. That, good point, guys. Uh, this is uh, the chat room. So people were hating hate. it before it even came out. 
down. It was crazy. Well, the problem I feel like is, we have our reasons for there's a d- questioning the decision about putting one out right now, but yeah. to get that amount of hate, I really don't understand. Well, here's the question. Is Wait, if something... <laughs> Is if it's remaking a movie, would it have been right. better if it wasn't necessarily a remake of it, but rather the same universe, but in a different, like later in time? I mean, I haven't I seen it, so I can't like say that. That would have but been better. I think the problem is, yeah, they're taking a franchise that people already know and love, that nostalgia, and they're like, guess what? We're going to do it over, which they've been doing so much lately in Hollywood. And it's yeah. just frustrating because you're like, the first thing was so good. Why are you effing it up yeah. with a remake? But yeah. can I just say really quick, like, I think I saw Ghostbusters like once when I was really young. I don't really have the nostalgia for it that a lot of people have. Like I like Dan Aykroyd and like you know John Belushi. Is so you're not the one giving anybody. it hate though. Then, but people are saying I don't like reboots, but nobody cared about like, yeah. the RoboCop reboot. Like people do like reboots, yeah. and I just think that like it was like really preemptive, and that's why I think people were getting so pissed because it's like you're not even gonna try to like it. Of course, it's yeah. gonna be a self fulfilling prophecy. They're already yeah. like, nope, nope, not going. Yeah. just stop. And it's like yeah. now you're gonna be a try. So what? Well, we'll see how it does by next weekend. So interesting to me. Why yeah. John Belushi is not in Ghostbusters? Oh, he's not. No. I was thinking of Blues Brothers. She's like wrong one. Okay. Uh, okay. The Fallout Boy song was unnecessary. I did hear some hating the on Fallout, the song. The Fallout Boy song. What's that about? I don't uh, know, but any song you put Missy Elliott in, I'm here for it. <laughs> Even though it's kind of all over the place, but is it on the radio right now? N- no, I haven't heard it anywhere, but. Like on iTunes, I just went on iTunes because I wanted to know what the soundtrack was like because I'm, uh, I'm that kind of guy. Sure. Um, and it was kind of weird. They had several versions of the Ghostbusters theme song. I did hear some remade, people weren't liking that, which one. is kind of weird. Yeah. Like it was just it was mm-hmm. odd. Uh, it's like it's like it's, if you're gonna do it, I guess it's like it has to be it has to pay homage, but it also has to be different well, enough. It's like doing a cover it has to of make a song. Sense. It has to be exactly the same. Like, when you do a cover, it has to be exactly the same, or it has to be different enough, because when it's just slightly different, then you're just thinking, ooh, it's not the original. Yeah. yeah. You know? I so totally it has agree. to be like, when, um, yeah, you just be like, if it's like a... Alien Ant Farm doing Smooth Criminal. You know, you are psychic. Like I was thinking Farm. that. I was totally doing thinking that. Criminal. And I'm like, I didn't know the name, so I didn't want to say it. But, I love that. Um, sound. Yeah. Thank you. <laughs> Uh, so honestly, <laughs> props to you right now because you're kind of coming in like MVP style. Yes. So thanks. I gotta take up for Frank since he's. Thank you. Here. You know, it's our fourth. You're our invisible fourth member. Mm-hmm. Yes. <laughs> it's like um, God. Back to Tarzan. Uh, came in at 11 million, a little over 11 million, down 43 percent. Which that's actually not too no, bad. That's really not bad it's for its still, third week. Jeez. It's still hanging in there. Yep. Number three spot, and uh, you know, people. It's a story; everybody knows it. Yeah. But it's a new. But see, this is a reimagining of it. It's a different, yeah. You know, look to it, a different style. Not so really, that could be a draw. Not really getting that much hate. So it's a lot of Skarsgård shirtless. I'm so. saying, yeah, it's the CrossFit, yeah, the CrossFit yeah, that's what I'm ads. Saying. That's gonna <laughs> yes. do it. I'm sorry, I would see. It. I might rent that one on iTunes. I wouldn't go see it in theaters, okay. but I kind of want to see it. Like you know, like a little glass of wine, hang out. Now that hang one, out I might see it the three dollars. Alexander Skarsgård. That one I do I, I want to see. It. I just haven't had any time. I, I it's like mm. it's like you can't fit them all in. I, yeah. You want to as bad as like we, as much as we talk about them. You yeah. kind of want to see every last one of them. And then all of a sudden you're yeah. living your life and you're just like, oh wait, I don't have time. <laughs> well, in the drama end, it also has Christoph Waltz, who I really like him as an actor. So I mean, it's we got the our scars guard of like gorgeous body and everything, yeah. mm-hmm. and then we have like dramatic actors, yeah. and so like and that we have Margot Robbie for like the male, mm-hmm. you know, like yeah. the hetero male gaze. Mm-hmm. 
or, or, or ladies, sexual yeah. female gaze. Could be that too. And then, uh, <laughs> actually, I like looking at Margot Robbie too. She's beautiful. Hey, we can all appreciate the the human body, and uh, you know, well, you'll, you'll get a lot more of her in the next coming weeks. I know, I know. I'm excited. We'll get. We'll talk to. Her. We'll talk about it later. Mm-hmm. Okay. Uh, and then Dory keeps on swimming and holding the fourth spot, and down forty seven percent, down to just a hair over eleven million as well. But um, so wah, Tarzan and Dory wah. were pretty close. Actually, all things considered, yeah. look at that total. They're still total in the gross 11? for Dory. Yeah. Although, looking at the total gross for Secret Life of Pets, it's kind of going to give it a run for its money. Yeah. Hmm. It'll be interesting to see which one you know kind of does does better when all is said and done when the, when the dust has settled. <laughs> so is Dory still hanging in there too? Because it's like the family film, but then there's Secret Life of Pets, so it's the word of mouth. Is that why a reason it's probably still there? Because yeah. you'd think everybody already probably saw it by now. I don't know. I feel like it's just, like I said, it's going to ha- keep having these legs that just keep walking and swimming and walking and swimming. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. I'm wondering if we're having that kind of thing where, like, the parents go see one movie and they let the kids go see another movie. <laughs> do you think that's a thing that people do? Could be. You Could know be. what, though? I don't or think repeat that, visits with families. I don't think that yeah. when people take their kids to movies, like, I feel like they just... It just, they don't take them all at the same time. Does that make sense? Mm-hmm. It's kind of like how like you were saying that you were uh, taking some kids, but you didn't take them the first week it came out, right? Uh, yeah. No, uh, I did actually see it. You did? I did see it the first week it came out, yeah. I just feel like I don't know if families do that. You know what week. I'm saying? I don't know that families will take their kids to like the opening, the opening yeah, weekend. Because, like, I feel like they'll kind of wait they'll a while. They'll be like, let's you know not I mean? go. Or they'll see like a crowded yeah. or something. Yeah, yeah so that's, that's why I feel like movies like that will just keep you know, oh, sure. hanging in there. It's not like, you know, you know I mean? the Batman movies are like, oh, remember the Harry Potters when you'd go at midnight to go yeah. see yeah, the there's show? there's certain yeah. movies that, yeah, you want to go at midnight, mm-hmm. opening weekend, but then there's other ones that New you're kind of like, to a midnight showing. let's yeah. wait a little while, let's let yeah. the crowds thin out, mm-hmm. you know, it's just like, Ugh. yeah, someone's been watching Honest Trailers. Have we, uh, do we make a reference to the Honest Trailers? Those, those are very funny. <laughs> Honest um, Trailers? It's where they dub over a trailer and give, oh, like... Oh, yeah, I know what you're talking about. Those are funny. Yes. Ah, that's a good question. I'm like, I'm not sure what they referenced, but... Uh, and then holding on at number... The number five in the top five is Mike and Dave Need Wedding Dates. Hey, not great for a second weekend. And down 54%, almost 55%, and only at 7.5. So, seven, uh, $7,500,000. And that total gross is not. Does this mean great. that Zac Efron is losing his star power? Or maybe just because Ghostbusters came out? Um, or well, he's kind of Baywatch is the other one that I feel that one they've been promoting like subtly for a long time because they had those Instagram photos of him. <laughs> he looks uh, jacked. I'm not gonna lie. It's like almost too much for me. I'm not gonna. Yeah. I mean, I'm gonna be honest. Like when 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 Zac Efron looks big standing next to the Rock, like that's a problem. There is kind of a point where you're just like too much. Yeah. <laughs> Too much. If I could, like, you know, take a utensil and it'd break if you poked them. Yeah. With, like, snap. Yeah, it kind of looks kind of weird. After like a, a while. hug would hurt. Yeah, you're like, there's not going to be a gentle hug. I don't think. I, I don't think I like this. You don't want to be swept up in his arms. <laughs> yeah. Uh, oh, many thank you. kids at the last midnight showing I went to. Hey, what was oh. it, Ryan? Yeah, what was the what was the movie? We're looking over at the chat. Many kids went to last midnight showing. What movie was it? And thank you for explaining that the honest trailers was in the chat. All right, and uh. now <laughs> thank you. That makes more sense now. What are we talking about? <laughs> All right, going on to international numbers. Uh, Fox's Ice Age Collision Collision. Sorry, I can't talk here. Collision Course leads the International Studio Weekend with. 
53.5 million and the fifth film in the animated franchise took the total market to 51 this season and brought the overseas <laughs> that's very cute brought the overseas knock to 127 million man ever... that little squirrel guy in the night <laughs> is so funny i don't you know seen why Age? Yeah. I've never seen an Ice Age movie. You haven't seen any of them? No. Oh. I thought thought this was going to be something. Sid the Sloth. Yeah. It's like like Madagascar to me. It's just like, oh. Oh, I saw that one too. Because like, I saw the first, I think I saw the first Madagascar or something, but it's just like one of those things where it's like they're kid movies that kind of fly under your radar and then all Mm -hmm. of a sudden you're like, there's been five of these? What the hell? It is surprising that there's some that are just so many. So many. Uh, The, so yeah, Ice Age, I'd say the first Two, I think I saw the first two or three, and those are really good. Uh, and then you just kind of were like, "All right, I've seen them," and they like, just felt repetitive. Yeah, yeah. But yeah, that happens with a lot of kid movies, dude. Do you know how many like Land Before Time movies there are? There's like thirteen yeah. of them. Yeah, but those were so cheaply made. But it was still, just like, you know, it's but still kid movies. It's different ways to turn them out, mm-hmm. and yeah. they make money. No, it's true. And I'm telling you, kids just like want to see. Like a new Consume. thing, like they don't Consume. really. They're, yes. just not, they're just not that discerning, really. Yes, thank you. Our sage has gone on too long, and then also Shrek. Yeah, Shrek. I love Shrek, but though. see, Shrek ended well in terms of they had their like main big one that was cool. Yeah. Sequel was good, and then they had third, right? Yep. Yes, and third. then that one was cool too. And then you're like, and you just stop. It's, it's like oh, you know. All like right. we've, we've been really mm. back and forth in terms of like sequels. I feel like we always kind of come back to this idea of being like, <laughs> well, you need to stop while you're ahead, kind yeah, of thing. Exactly. Stop while it's good yeah. until like leave them always leave, out. exactly. Yes. Always leave people wanting more because mm-hmm. otherwise people are like, There's we've more. had too much. Yeah, you we've just don't care. Yeah, I'm stuffed. <laughs> Zip slot. Yeah, Ice Age three. Uh, I, I just like Sid the Sloth because it's John Leguizamo, and I thought he was super funny. Uh, all right, now we got Sony's Ghostbusters. Back to international numbers. Sony's Ghostbusters, the weekend's only major studio release, kicked off in a relatively small, small slime print internationally. <laughs> Very cute. Hitting just three key markets and a handful of other plays. Uh, it called up for 19.1 million on 3,900 screens, including one, uh, 1 million on 105 IMAX screens. And the remake oozed into the UK at number one with 6.1 million opening on 900 screens. Giving director Paul, is it Fig? I was gonna say Fig. 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 Uh, his <laughs> best start over there. So congrats to him. That's good. Uh, Australia was also number one debut with three point seven million on four hundred ninety three screens. I was gonna say, is four hundred ninety three screens a lot? Like, are we talking about? A, did we have a wide release over there, or was it pretty? Small select theaters kind of situation. Interesting. That's really small. I mean, that's really curious. Well, it's interesting because, like, have you seen the images where they take a map of the United States and put other countries in it just to show mm-hmm. you how big the U.S. is? Oh, yeah. So, in being all relative, yeah, it might be a lot that per how lot much the population is. Mm-hmm. I just, um, I'm just wondering why 19.1 on only 3,900 screens. I'm just wondering, like, it, I don't think it got. It doesn't seem like it got like a wide release. Yeah. Uh, well, and then the question is, this was interesting because we've talked a lot about the China box office mm-hmm. and stuff. So this is the UK and Australia box office, mm. which is interesting to hear about those as well. Yeah. I wonder what films we look at the China numbers, like. the China numbers are so big because it's like a that's also freaking more massive people. country. Yeah. Yeah. So and it's a big like, country. Yes. obviously, we're, there's going to be like way more, you know, we're going to see huge numbers where that's concerned. So I'm just yeah. looking at this being like, this seems kind of tiny. Yep. Uh, then we got Dory in there on her fifth weekend in overseas waters. Uh, the 
blue tang and pals. I'm sorry, what the heck? Blue gang and pals. I'm gonna say that. Uh, yeah, that seems a little splashed up a little bit further at 36.5 <laughs> to take it. In. That's like a bad word. I'm word. thinking this was yes. I um, not to it's say a, that okay. Yeah, to take in numbers. That's all to uh, 276.2 million and the global total to 70 uh, 721.7 million. Andrew so, Curtis says um, China denied it. Does that mean China denied Ghostbusters? Yeah, that's denied. A good it's, maybe. Oh uh, yeah, maybe that's it. Yeah. Hmm. Uh, so Bye. yeah, Dory's still doing it well overseas. All right, so. Getting ready for next week with Star Trek. Which I'm uber excited about. Me too. I already bought God, my ticket. There you go. Freaking Star Trek. <laughs> Carrie is finally going to see a movie, but I'm seeing it on the Monday. What? Oh, so I'm going to add to No, it. no. I'll see it during the day, so I oh. will be able to talk about it. But no, I will not be adding to the weekend numbers. <laughs> so but I bought my ticket me. already. I was like, I'm coming back from Comic-Con. I'm going to get it on the Monday after. There we go. Dude, you're nerding out. Like, I am. I'm all so ready to go. Weekend. You're going to have so much fun. I'm not mad no. at it. No. And then... <laughs> They oh, banned Ghost- Ghostbusters in China. Interesting. Thank I didn't you. read this. That seems crazy yeah. to me. Like, I should have seen this I on Twitter why. or something. Yeah. All right. So, with Star Trek coming out next week, and we're going to do the top five Chris Pine box office movies. Uh, we got Star Trek number one, the first one of the reboot. Uh, and that one is sorry the the right the print out on this is a little blurry. We got two hundred and fifty seven. Seven thirty and nineteen million for the lifetime million gross. Mm. Opening weekend was seventy five million. Yeah. I'm just gonna round nice. up and round down, guys. Makes it a little easier. Yeah. Uh, oh, nice. paranormal! They banned it. Okay. Well, that makes it interesting. Also, every country has different kind of ghost lore, so mm-hmm. interesting. That could be part of it as well. It's so funny because like, who would take Ghostbusters seriously? No. Anyway. Yeah. Okay. Um. So yeah, Star Trek to opening weekend of seventy five. That's pretty good. Looking at what. Our opening, what the opening weekend was for like Ghostbusters and uh, some of the other ones, like, yep, Star Trek definitely came in pretty well. But that one also built in franchise. Oh, yeah. It's a reboot. Now, see, that was an example of a really good reboot because so, they're not going, so well. hey, we're not, you know, copying it. We are making it and it's an alternate universe. So, mm. no rules in a way. Like, they've made, they set up their rule and then it's like, good. Yeah. Uh, I, I think I've worked. seen. I think I've seen this, the 2009 Star Trek, yeah. like something like ten times at this point. Like it's one of the ones. It's, it's really a go-to good. for me at this point. Like I think it's, they just did like such such a good job with that movie. It was yeah. so really much good fun. casting. Yeah. Amazing casting. Zachary Quinto. Brilliant. Yes, casting. he looks so much like Leonard. Like everyone remember, it was like he looks so much like Leonard Nimoy. They did a great job. Uh, and then coming in number two, we got the second one, Star Trek Into Darkness, and that one lifetime gross is. Two hundred and twenty-eight, seven hundred and seventy-six million, and their opening weekend was seventy million. So it's a little bit down from the first one. People were so mad about that movie, though. Um, well, because technically it's a character that's con and he's white <laughs> I mean... and British. But if we're gonna pull the race card of film stuff, that was a gripe that a lot of people made. That they're like, well, technically that character is not a white character, but it's a British actor, but. Oh, Who's well. the actor? Benedict Cumberbatch. Oh, that's right, that's right, that's right. Which I do really like him, and I don't have an attachment to the previous film, uh, and but I, I understand the argument, it's but huge... it's not an argument that bothered me. Yeah, I mean, it didn't really bother it me anyway. It wouldn't change me from I going like to see actor, it. Yeah. That, you know, but at the end of the day, that's huge in Star Trek lore, so it's kind of yeah. like, what? Mm-hmm. Yeah. So <laughs> Just one of the many. Yeah, yeah. Yep, Star Trek on Monday. Yep. <laughs> We're both being theaters on that day. 
All right, and number you guys th- should go together. Ryan, where do you live? <laughs> Our show can air anywhere, you know. It's like who knows. All right, number three is Into the Woods at 128 million uh, lifetime and opening weekend only 31. Uh, but it is a musical, so that is a very different kind of audience. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Though he is a very handsome prince he's in it. He's kind of a funny little career, Chris Pine. He's been, yeah. he's kind of been a little bit here, a little bit yeah. there. Yeah. And Into All the over. Woods has a built-in audience of fans of it, but then again, a lot of times when you take a play and put it in a movie, it can be really hit or miss. Like, because um, some things uh-huh. do not translate. Lemus. I hated this movie so much. You hated you hated uh. Into the Woods. <laughs> Why? Into the Woods was terrible, and I love musicals. I watched. I just love James Corden. Um, there was a lot of things I didn't like about it, but when I discussed the play with friends that are like major theater aficionados, mm-hmm. it, I liked it a little bit more slash understood it better. I didn't understand why yeah. people loved. I no, the problem with me is I saw the film, and mm-hmm. then I'm like, why do people love this play? And then my friends were like, no, no, this is different. This is different. This is different. And I'm like. Oh, okay. And also, gotcha. like, when you're watching a play, because it's, like, Sondheim, and this music is, like, so incredibly intricate and hard, and, oh, like, yeah. really, really just, like, so... Cra- you're more like, impressed by the crafted. vocals live. Yeah. You're going to be more impressed because, like, yeah. the staying power to have to sing, like, it's one of those shows that it's just, like, all singing. Like, there's hardly yeah. any, like, just, like, talking in the show and, the you know, the musical at all. Yeah, yeah. I, I feel like you go see a play for a different reason than you see a movie. That's, um... I was going to say, that's, like, a good... Not a not a based on a play, but it's a musical that's really cool and really mm-hmm. weird and really was hit and miss with some people. Is Rocky? Uh, Rocky, excuse me. Repo the genetic opera. That one you can count how many times they talk in about two hands or less. Really? That is all singing, but it is so awesome. It's a rock opera, and it is one of those that like either people love it or they hate yeah, it. Yeah, but I mean, you weird. go to the theater for that though. It's in the trailer that you know they're singing I mean? the whole time. So yeah, it's I've been, like I've been talking to my friends a lot yeah. lately about trying to separate like our media, mm-hmm. you know, from, like, the content from, like, you know, it's kind of desired or meant for platform because yeah. my friends are, like, getting mad about Preacher and I'm just like, no, but I really like Preacher. So it's mm-hmm. like, let's look at it as a show. Like, stop trying to, you know, tear it off the page and put it on. Mm-hmm. Let's just, like, try and mm. separate it a little bit. Yeah. You know what I mean? Yeah. All right. And then uh, last two here, we got Rise of the Guardians animated film at $103 million. Uh, Lifetime opening weekend was only 23, but that was a really cool one. But I, that one was a sleeper one for me that I didn't see it till way later. Yeah. And it was like, that's really good. And Jack Frost is extremely popular cosplay, so Chris Pine's character was a uh, favorite by fans, I would say. Because I have no idea what this movie is. It's really cool. Rise it's, of the Guardians. Yeah. It's all the seasonal. Huh? No, 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 no. That's Guardians of Gahul. And they changed that one. That one's Rise of the Guardians. But no, no. Rise of the Guardians, this one is the one where it's the. It's all the seasonal people representing, um, like Jack Frost for winter oh, okay. with Santa Claus. Which yes, it's very similar. And I read, uh, I read, Gar- I read Guardians of the Bull, the so that book that. series. I was like, wait a minute. But yes, they did kind of the same name, so it's a dumb idea. But no, this is the one where he, Chris Pine, is Jack Frost. Is it? And but it's it's a cartoon. I mean, it's, it's, animated. it's computer yeah. animated. Yeah. Yes. And uh, rounding off number five, we have Princess Diaries two, Royal Engagement uh, opening weekend. I actually cannot tell. I'm going to say that's like 95. Like no, 95. Lifetime like 95. 95 and opening weekend was only 22. Yeah. Um, yes. Yo, this came on TV the other day and I'm not going to lie. And then uh, I watched it. <laughs> Princess Diaries, I saw the second one. I liked it. Princess Diaries, is, they're just they fun, feel good like- movies. Bridget Dome's diary. Yeah, but this is why I liked Anne like Hathaway because Anne, Anne Hathaway is the best, like mm-hmm. in this or in um, uh, Devil Wears Prada when she's like just getting shit to me, on, that like was the her whole best movie. movie. Like mm-hmm. you just like want to see, like I don't know, you just want to see her like a little, like yes. a little less put together. <laughs> uh, thank you, Hugh, in the chat. Uh, no, wait, sorry, uh, GCO. 
L-B-Y-P. Sorry, I don't know how you pronounce that. But Rise of the Guardians, a holiday version of the Avengers. Yes, I like that. It's a good description. Ah, uh, all right, it's guys. It's on Netflix. Yeah. Oh, great. I'll go watch it. It is. It's, it was a good <laughs> good movie. Good movie for kids. Stranger Things first, and then we'll, maybe we'll see. All right. And then, uh, real quick, i got to tell you guys about uh, Blue Apron. Have you guys heard about Blue mm, Apron before? Tell us. Hey, I used it, babe. Food. We're going to talk about food. So, uh, Blue Apron's mission is to make incredible home cooking accessible to everyone. Mm. And Blue Apron achieves this by supporting a more sustainable food system, setting the highest standards for ingredients, and building a community of home chefs. Mm. Uh, so... Just so you guys know, Blue Apron established partners with over 150 local farms, fisheries, and ranchers across the United States. And as a result, seafood is sourced sustainably. Understanders developed a partnership with Monterey Bay Aquarium Seafood Watch. Hey, that's cool. Mm-hmm. I was just at the aquarium. Yes, they, they really promote sustainable fishing. Um, and uh, Blue Apron can be delivered to 99% of the continental U.S. and 995 uh, Oh, sorry. Yeah, delivered to 99% continental U.S., and Blue Apron ships the exact amount of each ingredient required for a recipe, and they're reducing food waste. Because, yeah, how many times have you thrown stuff away because you yep. had too much? They All give the you exactly what you need. Yes. And, yeah, you know, you can spend uh, a lot of money eating out or high-end grocery chains, and now you can spend under $10 per person for a healthy and delicious meal. And it comes right to your door. It's, so co- it's very like convenient. Idea. So here's some I of the yummy food times. ones. Okay, so for the vegetarians, we got a summer vegetable pizza with garlic lemon uh, broccolini. And we got some spiced pork tacos with avocado, pickled mm. onion, and Elliot style corn. And um, so not all ingredients are, you know, create equals, but fresh ingredients, high in quality ingredients taste better and they're just better for you. So it's nice to know where your food comes from. Yeah. I don't know how much shopping you guys do and do stuff in the kitchen. So, yeah, I, I love cooking. And so I just hate going to the grocery store. It just takes up so much time, yeah. you know, and... Um, it's just so convenient to have it and all the ingredients set up yep. for and you. And it's really good. And, yes. they, and you try stuff that you wouldn't normally think to make. You yep. know what I mean? Mm. And uh, so Blue Apron knows that when you cook with incredible ingredients, you can make incredible meals. So they set the highest standards for their community of artisanal suppliers, family-run farms, fisheries, and ranchers. Whether it's Japanese noodle ramens or wild-caught Alaskan salmon or heirloom tomatoes, Blue Apron is bringing you the best. All right, guys, so if you are interested in food to your door, amazing ingredients, check out this week's menu and get your first three meals completely free and uh, with free shipping by going to blueapron.com slash box office. Again, that is blueapron.com slash box office because we're giving this to you. We're helping you guys get hooked up with some good food. So, oh, there you go. Get the food so then you can watch the movies at home yeah. and then also see them in theaters as well. Uh, and then you'll love how great, it, good it feels and tastes and create incredible home meals with Blue Apron. So don't wait. And that's blueapron.com slash box office. Blue Apron, a better way to cook. I want uh, my free meals. I know, right? And who who doesn't like free? We've talked okay, about like free food. You know, there are free movie stuff. Yeah, there's a lot of stuff out there. All right, so coming Just out... Just don't steal. <laughs> That's not exactly free. Sort no. of. All I right. did just watch The Purge for the first time this week, though. Mm. Or, you did? You finally like saw the Purge? the first one or the newest one? Um, I actually watched Purge uh, Middle Anarchy. I never <laughs> saw the first one. Maybe I did see okay. the first one. I don't remember. So you watched two? Uh-huh. I just saw three. Yeah? Yeah. I loved it. Did you? I yep. thought it had... a. It was way more than just, like cool stuff on the tv it, it had a really good plot and the story was great and they definitely Ooh, set up for a fourth 
Gotcha. Is, but of course. That is but not the precursor that I thought it would be. Like, oh, okay. the next one's going to be like, well, why they started the purge. It's going to be a four, and then five will probably be like, why they started the purge. Ah, ah. nice. Oh, like a prequel. Right. Who is excited for next weekend? So next weekend coming out, and we're going to do our predictions. So next weekend, we have Ice Age Collision Course, Lights Out, the next horror movie, uh, an, or another horror movie, Star Trek Beyond, and Absolutely Fabulous, the movie. So quick notes before oh my God. we get to I our predictions. Oh, my God, I want to see all of these, except Ice Age. <laughs> Star Trek Into Darkness opened May, thir- uh, May, excuse me, May t- uh, 2013 with 70.1 million, and Star Trek, uh, like we said, opened in May of oh, uh, 2009 with 75.2. So Star Trek is probably going to get some big numbers. Uh, and then Ice Age Continental Drift opened in 2012 with 46.6 million. But that one has been making a lot of Ice Ages. They've been having lots of billboards Wait, and posters. The last Ice though. Age was 2012? Uh, apparently. Continental, well, one of these. This is Continental Drift. Oh, There's okay. a few. I was like, that seems like kind of a long time. Yeah. And made Maybe movies take a little, little while, though. That's true. All right. So we're going to do Prices Right. Let's do it for Star Trek since that seems. I'm thinking that's going to be the big one. So oh, are we? Okay, we're doing, okay, cool. Let's do um, numbers for Star Trek first, and then we'll go into what order we think our top five, the box office, will be for next weekend. Okay. Who is ready with their number guess? Me. Richie is so excited. <laughs> He's like, I'm ready, I'm ready. I love you know, I always first. get this epiphany, like this number okay. just pops okay. up into my head, and it's 65. 65. So we had 75 for the first Star Trek, 70 for yep. the second Star Trek, 65. You see the logic behind It's like going my down okay. increments of okay. five. Yep. Quinn, you have a guess? Um, I say we're going to match our sequel here. We're going to go 70. All right. We got you at 70. Ooh. So should I go between you guys? <laughs> we're going really high. <laughs> Pull That's Frank, what Frank would pull do. Frank and no, just go I just say with current events. With current events, with that one and one of the actors having an untimely demise, I think there is more awareness for this movie. You guys heard about that, Anton. right? Yeah. Yep. <sighs> yeah. And there's a recall in those cars. Yeah, I saw that on the Jeep, mm-hmm. right? Yep. Anyway, um, let's go. So second was seventy. I'm gonna go sixty-eight. <laughs> <laughs> I were going to say 69 and we could all laugh and giggle. I, I was thinking, I'm like, if I say that, everybody's going to giggle. Ha ha. But uh, I'll go 68, just to be right in a healthy middle there. <laughs> so we will find out, guys. Uh, tweet at us. Make sure to hashtag box office or uh, make sure to leave a comment down below on YouTube. Uh, let us know your thoughts on what Star Trek will make for next weekend. Mm-hmm. And you could include top box office numbers for the top five as well. Just right now we're doing more of the Price is Right thing with one. So now let's get into what will be the top five for next weekend. Ooh, we got some big guesses. 80, you guys. Ooh, 73. Oh, man, we got some hopefuls. All right, guys, we will find mm-hmm. out for next weekend. Cones. Yes. All right, who is ready with their top five? I am. Okay. Okay, number one, obviously, Star Trek Beyond. Yep. Number two, Ice Age. Okay. Number three, The Secret Life of Pets. Okay. Four, Ghostbusters. And five is Lights Out, which I really want to see. Okay. Do you need a second? Or? No, I'm I'm so upset that mine is exactly the same as Richie's. <laughs> hey, that's not bad. No, I know, but like, is where's that, the fun? Where's the fun different. in agreeing? Uh, <laughs> so boring. Um, um, yeah, I have the exact same list. Okay, 
number one, I'm going to go with Star Trek as well, for sure. Uh, I'm going to go number two is Secret Life of Pets. Um, mm -mm -mm. I say... Carrie's really good at Devil's Advocate, though. So. I'm going to be Devil's Advocate. Okay, so wait, I said Star Trek. Yeah, Star Trek is one... So, guys, some of these we plan ahead, and sometimes it's fun on the fly. Uh, so, <laughs> yeah, we pets, print out paper. Yes. <laughs> pets is number two. Number three, who is going to hold on to that spot? Will Ghostbusters hang on there? Oh, fine. Let's go Ghostbusters for three. Wow. Um, lights out for four. And Ice Age for five. What? You know, just because, like, again, Ice Age has had too many of them. Yeah. That either people are over it, mm -hmm. but then you could argue that people really want to go see it because they've seen like a bunch yeah. of them. I just think we're going to um, have pretty really, I think it's going to be a tight race between Secret Life of Pets and Ice Age. And uh, Lights Out has mm -hmm. been doing their campaign of advertising for a while now. Yeah. Dude, so sure have, I, can't believe it's, I can't believe it's coming out now. I feel like I saw previews for this Yeah, that one, they ago. had lots of stuff. But it looks so good. Yep. Uh, so yeah, thank you guys for leaving uh, comments in the chat right now. <laughs> Jamie, your guesses. Says, I think Ice Age will probably come in fourth because no one cares about these movies anymore, <laughs> right? <laughs> well, I said five, have, so you, we'll find out. Jamie, you're underestimating how much little kids just like like stuff. Yeah, they're just gonna be ready to see the newest. It is true. I was wondering if I should put it higher just because it's a new one, but I do think it's not a novelty anymore yeah. in terms of like, ooh, new one. Yeah, because yeah. Secret Life of Pets was oh, new animated movie, yeah. no prequels of. No, mm -hmm. no remakes, and you know, let's go with the kids. Yeah, it's a new story. It's new characters, yeah. totally. And horror movies going at number four for Lights Out. Horror movies often do well because people Shallows like obviously yeah. do pretty well. People like their horror movies. Conjuring too. I mean, yeah. Oh my god, that was so good. <laughs> and so good. I'm too much of a wiener. I can't go to the. I gotta like I gotta stay at home like with the lights on and like watch during the day. I can't yeah. <laughs> go to a matinee. I, that's what I gotta do. No, yeah. but the theater's too dark. <laughs> oh my god there you go uh, we got Star Trek might do better is because it's already going to get reviews that's a good question that now how me. how much do reviews slash personal like news around you of people saying if they like the film or not affect you going to it before it's even come out because yes we know some people who go before it comes out or there's premieres or there's just people talking about it does that affect oh, yeah. if you go or not? I think hype is Leave contagious. Leave a comment. Let I us think know. hype is contagious. You know, when like people around you are getting excited for something, you're like, oh, I'm, I, yeah, let's go. Yeah. And then, yes, it's going to have their premiere at Comic-Con, so that will definitely be a big They're push. The nerds are going to be excited. of premieres. There's one with, like, uh, an orchestra, like they're doing in Hollywood, they, I think. Uh, for Star Trek? Yeah. Oh, yeah. yeah. Oh, wait. Like the, um, I was thinking of like at Comic Con, they yeah, did an orchestra like thing too. Like but the LA, yeah. is, the, is it the LA Phil? I think so. I think so. <gasps> I could be wrong. If I'm wrong, lash God, out at me. So but I feel like I've seen, like, uh, yes, uh, good point. Thank you, Ryan, which is sad but true. Yeah, films pull in some numbers after uh, one of the main actors dies. Um, sadly, which is true, but but it's bringing attention to it because maybe you didn't weren't thinking so much about the film, and mm -hmm. then sadly um, someone passes away, yeah. and then maybe it's more on your mind. Yeah, and he was such a talented mm -hmm. actor and very seemed like a really nice guy. That yeah. just did like, you guys ever see like crazy? No, but if I you saw want a his... nice tribute to Anton Yelchin. It watched like crazy. It's a fantastic, fantastic movie, and he is so 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 wonderful in it. 
Yeah. Well, the also uh, more on the quirky side is Odd Thomas. Mm-hmm. He's the lead guy in that and one. And Charlie Bartlett. Yeah. There you go. So, all right. Uh, so I we have a question. Yeah. So this premiere at Comic-Con of Star Trek, do you think that could really shoot themselves in the foot if fans don't like it? Because then it's like, you're going to your chorest of core third <laughs> Yeah, but I think, again, gonna people are going to be sensitive. Everything, and if they don't like it, they're all going to be at Comic-Con tweeting and using social media to let everyone know how much they hated it, which could ruin Yes, and no, like because it, sometimes bad press is still good press because it's news. And then people maybe want to go Talk and go, Taylor wait, Swift, why is knows. it not good? Hmm? You know, so Taylor Swift knows all about that. Yeah. yeah. Um... <laughs> More current event stuff. Yeah, that one I saw on my Facebook. She's like, like, as long as my names are on their lips, I don't care what they're saying. (laughs) Honestly, props to you, Taylor. You're bold. (laughs) All right, guys. Uh, So, yeah, comments down below on YouTube. What are your predictions of the top five for next week? Uh, You may uh, include the numbers as well. Uh, Tweet at us as well because we love hearing your predictions of what films are going to make what for the weekend. What order are they going to be in? Mm -hmm. And, um, yeah, so let's go down the line. Where can people find you online and uh, if you're on any other shows right now? You can stalk me on Instagram and Twitter (laughs) at DJ Richie Sky. And I'm also uh, hosting uh, Braxton Family Values on Thursday nights at, um, I think it's 9 p.m. You guys can catch me on uh, Hulu, on Casual on Hulu. You know that show, Casual on Hulu. <laughs> I'm doing that tomorrow night to so tune in. It's going to be really, really fun. And you can find me on Twitter at Quinn Skillion. You can find me on Instagram at Quinstagram. And you can add me on Snapchat at Quapchat. Awesome. And uh, my name is Carrie Lane. You can find me online at Carrie D. Lane. That's K-A-R-I-D-L-A-N-E. And I will be at Comic-Con, so follow me if you're not going to otherwise do, because I'll probably be posting photos and tweeting about it. But live vicariously and, through yes, you. Yes, you live vicariously through me. <laughs> uh, I'm s- sitting in here as lead host for Frank, who will be back next week. And, um, oh, other shows. You can find me Tuesday nights on Dead of Summer and Wednesday with Vikings. So uh, thank you so much for watching. Make sure to follow uh, After Buzz popcorn talk uh, all the great sites where we talk about social media all the films and all that kind of stuff you guys love to talk about mm-hmm. movies and box office thumbs up on uh, YouTube there we go I'm like five five stars on uh, iTunes and again thank you so much for watching and we'll see you next week bye from producers Maria Menunos, Kevin Undergaro Phil Svitek and the entire popcorn talk network We would like to thank you for tuning in. For questions or comments, be sure to visit popcorntalk.com. I'm Sir Richard Wentworth, and this has been a presentation of the Popcorn Talk Network. The views expressed herein are those of the hosts only and do not necessarily reflect the views of the Popcorn Talk Network or its owners or principals.